Hello, welcome to Pig and Salt. Have you guys been here before? No, no. it's our first time. <laughs> then I have a few things to explain to you. We do small plate, family-style tapas here, which means that all of our dishes are just tiny, bite-sized amounts of food meant to be shared among eight people. So everyone only gets a half bite of food? No, someone will always eat more than their share. Interesting. Now tell me, are your dishes composed of five discrete bites of food, like five scallops and a delicate tower of garnishes, for instance? Yes, always five or some other prime number. Even though they're meant to be shared? That's right. Although some of our dishes are just large bowls of sauce, which, as you can imagine, are hard to distribute on those tiny share plates. So for those, you'll just pass them back and forth. Or you can awkwardly sit and watch your partner eat while you wait. Now, how many dishes do you recommend for just the two of us? Oh, it, it totally depends how hungry you are. Are you hungry? Oh, yes, we're at dinner. I see. Then I'd say five to 18 dishes, although this tiny table will only fit three. Hmm. Sounds like a lot. Oh, actually, most of our dishes are quite small. As you can see, the gnome supper is actually just a dewdrop served on an acorn. Do you have anything a little heartier? Yes, there is one item on our menu that's fucking enormous, but I won't tell you which one that is. All right. Well, sounds like we have some decisions to make. Well, before you do, I'd love to test your memory by rattling off the specials. We have three specials tonight, but you're not going to be able to tell when I'm finished describing the first one and moving on to the second. We're serving a bruised squib covered in kumquat pollen and pataki mushroom broth and ramps and anchovies and halibut and a lemon cream sauce. Those are the first two. And then we also have a build-your-own dish, which is fun at first. Oh, that looks nice. Can I ask how much that is? You can, but I'm going to think you're a cheapskate if you don't end up ordering it. Perfect. I think we might need a minute or two before we decide. Great, can we start you off with any drinks while you wait? Yes, what's the bacha martini? All of our drinks are just classic cocktails with one weird liqueur. Ooh, I'll have one of those. And then Google Batra on my phone after you leave so I don't have to admit ignorance. And I will have the carafe of wine that inexplicably costs the same as a full bottle. It's an excellent choice. I'll be right back with those. Great, thank you. Oh, one last thing. Will you bring out our dishes in a completely random order? Of course, we'll serve four dishes in rapid succession and then salads last. Great, thank you. Looking forward to this. Washington uh, in the Soundcasting Network Studio 212. I am your host, Bobby Stills, here with episode number 73 of Grill. How long, Snake Mister? Holy shit, where's Johnny at? Do you need a shoe chef? Is your shoe chef high, drunk, late? Contact us at umamijobs.com. Hi, I'm CNSO, and we have chefs right now, right here. Right now for you. Just give us a call right now. Hi. Oh, sorry. I'm late. Johnny, where the hell were you at? I was handling business in the walk-in. Why are your pants unbuttoned? <laughs> Why did you go in there with the stage? And uh, where is he at? Is he okay? I don't is know. Is he still here? Maybe. Johnny, what did you do? <laughs> You'll find out soon. How long on that stay? Five minutes. Thank you. <laughs> well, Johnny's here. Uh, he's back. Uh, the Invisible Producer... Queef Boogie, a.k.a. the man without a job. 
Uh, well, he's got a job. He produces our show. He's here. Say hi, Keith. What up? What up, though? It's good to see you. Good to see you. It's nice and cool in the studio. It's hot. They got it's, the AC on. What's the temperature outside, Johnny? Uh, I want to say it was 83 in my car when I got out. So mm, your tropical brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right I'm for out me. There hot man. Yo, you guys are lucky. Uh, you know, I know so many fans out there that I had to come and record for you because I was trying to go paddleboard. You know, and you just got to tell everybody that. I'm really sad that I'm in this studio. I mean, I'm happy. I'm really happy to be in the studio. Don't get me, don't get shit twisted. You know what I'm saying? I like being here. I like doing the show. Johnny, I especially like hanging out with you. Oh. But uh, it's nice and hot in Seattle. And this is my last week uh, at my job. I fucking out, out that motherfucker. Quit. Motherfuckers be crying and shit Burn at work. Motherfucker down, you know, I know, right? <laughs> so you know how people talk all that shit all the time. And then they realize, like, what's going to happen after I leave and who's going to be there. They threaten. What's, they're like, oh, fuck, man. We are fucked. Because so, I do so much extra shit that people don't see. You know, we people behind the scenes, when you're off, when people think you're off fucking playing on your phone or some shit, it's like, no, homie, I'm, I'm handling this. And now you're just chilling. Yeah, now I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> so we had our first staff meeting down at the art bar and everybody got to meet everybody. I got two... Uh, Two people on board that I'm really psyched that can handle business while I'm gone. Because you know I'm going fishing in Alaska and shit. So I'm going to be gone for a little bit. But I know I trust these people and I know that they will come through. So I don't to worry about them. So uh, I will let everybody know when our opening is. No, my fans cannot come to the soft opening. But uh, you can come down there. Rick and Morty are going to be there. Um, the Rick and Morty Mobile are going to be there July 1st. So they'll be giving my free adult swim swag, and um, I'll be there. We'll have a tournament. We're gonna do a live show from there too. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Johnny, what do you got for us? About my week? Yeah. Oh, nothing. nothing. Everything was normal. Cool, man. I'll dap it up. Man. That's yeah. No news. Is oh, good except news. for uh, except nope, for. Nope, you lost your turn. Sorry no, about Wednesday. That. I forgot to tell. Wednesday, we had like it was the shittiest day. I've ever been on the line ever in history. Ever. Did you like, cry? No, but everybody was just then like it wasn't the worst everybody day. was just like not doing well. And I would say seven people I knew came into the restaurant that night, and I had to text them all afterwards, being like, "I really hope the food was good. I'm so sorry." Don't you? I mean, I can handle one one guest coming in. And I hope that they warn me that they're coming in so I know at some time they're going to be coming in. But I can't stand when multiple people could just come by and be like, is Robbie here? This is like Jordan came in. Melnikov. Oh, oh, big Jordan. Sat at the bar and stared at me while I fucking burned. He, he probably is laughing. I'm sure I'll get a text. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a text or something like, your boy looked like he was not doing well. Who was he with? His a lady? His lady? Uh, possibly. He's, he's got a buddy named uh, Abby um, and another, what's his other buddy's name? But they're like... Uh, yeah. Have you watched the new season of uh, Master of None? Yes, but that's not a part Ooh, of the show. BFFs, man. Best food friends. Best food friends. <laughs> anyway, uh, we promised you guys a guest here soon. We did get a good guest. Uh, we got a guest, and we made sure they were good because I mean, I'm trying to be no busters on here. Very interesting gentleman, uh, Travis and... Sian. Uh, Sian from Umami Jobs. So before I introduce them real quick... I'm going to read uh, their website is umamijobs.com. Uh, you spell that U-M-A-M-I-J-O-B-S.com. Um, um, I just want to read their about page, all right? I have the best voice, so. Why don't they just uh, tell them about Shut it. up, Johnny. <laughs> Mind your own business. All right, don't worry about it. Okay. Umami is a story of two friends and the restaurant industry they know and love. For years, whenever Travis, that's him, white dude, uh, Travis needed a, <laughs> needed a cook at his restaurants, one of the first things he would do was call his friend Sean, who's a Cambodian man. <laughs> 
Sean knew nearly every cook in the Pacific Northwest through his time working in kitchens and as an operator of a high-end protein distribution company in Seattle. One fall evening, while imbibing on a few gin and tonics, Sean and Travis thought it would be a great idea to start a job placement company for the restaurant industry. The idea picked up steam when they ran the idea through a few other restaurant owners, all of whom had the same complaint. Um, The resumes we don't get... Well, the resumes we get don't show us who the person is. We need to know them, their personality, their likes and dislikes. So when Sean and Travis passed this feedback onto their friends who were cooks, bartenders and servers, one of the largest complaints was that they hated changing jobs or going to interviews because it was often difficult to get a feel of the culture and the management at the new place. That's when this aha moment came. What if a platform exists that allowed both restaurant owners and restaurant employees to create short videos of themselves? Employees will be able to showcase their personalities and skill, and restaurants will be able to better uh, better able to share what type of employees they are looking for, uh, as well as their work environment. The idea was set. The gin was flowing again. I, I think these guys are drunks. <laughs> and all Sean and Travis had to do was find somebody to build and create their idea. That was the hard part because although they knew many people in the restaurant industry, they knew almost nobody in tech. Thankfully, hope came in the form of a simple uh, Facebook review. Although, uh, although a few months of meeting and had nearly led to the duo to abandon their idea, Travis noticed a particular nice Facebook review of his restaurant one day with a very cool avatar. A few clicks led to the name, a name, a name led to a meeting, and a meeting led to a partnership with. How do you say that name? Proto Ventures. Proto Ventures. I looked up their website. It's really cool. Uh, we believe in the power of hospitality. We believe a good meal can be life changing. We believe the people are more than their resume. Cheers and thanks from these two gentlemen right here. Woo! That's some really good writing. <laughs> uh, I mean, the reading's good, but that writing is awesome. <laughs> I don't know who wrote it. I'm, guessing, writing, I'm guessing somebody in this room wrote Damn. Yeah. Well, my reading wasn't too base. good. Copy my reading base. wasn't too good. I, I should have practiced once or twice. But um, yes, welcome to uh, Studio 212. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys very much for having us. This is very exciting. You guys are very inspiring, actually. You guys you guys are really what makes Umami Jobs the people, right? Like, you guys are hospitality people. Characters. Yeah. Characters. Char- what is it? Characters Welcome? Is that USA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Characters Welcome. No, it's USA. Yeah, I, I hope everyone could see you guys because you guys are so animated, you know? It's well, that's why we do the little video beforehand so they can <laughs> see us pop off, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to track my weight gain through my podcast, how stressed I am. It's been pretty steady. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fucking Damn. smash fire, bud. Um, all right, so we got the about page. We got all that stuff. Tell us the real story. What really happened? Were you shithouse drunk and you were like, man, this is fucking bullshit? Like, what really happened? How did this go? Nah, I mean, we, we're married. We both have kids. We're not shit house drunk. Come on. No, come on, man. I was this weekend, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you know, both of you, you so you obviously were in the industry, Travis. Still in. So we came out of a need for my restaurant. I, I own an upscale Irish pub. It's called Milady's Irish Pub, but it's not in a cool part of town. It's in the base of Magnolia. That's not a bad part of town, man. That's actually... Not- Pretty, pretty, you know. It's yeah, it's getting better. But it's not Ballard. I know that place. It's not Belltown. It's not Capitol Hill. I posted a video of me dropping the elbow on a female right next to your bar last week on my Instagram. Oh, it's, that's where it was? Yeah, it was oh. right behind his bar. All right, all right. Yeah, so it's not that bad of it. It's a pretty no, cool place. It's getting up, but it's, I had to really, well, so I had to go to CN if I needed, like, bag house-wise. Because right, he knew, boy. yeah, he knew me. Like we were talking before the show, and Bobby's or Johnny said that Bobby used to drive him nuts. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yeah, 
But so if I get in my small kitchen three bobbies, it's mayhem. Yeah, right. I can't have three bobbies and I can't have three Johnnies. Yeah. You need people that right? meld well together. 100%. It's yeah. like ingredients. Exactly. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's a rough one. I, I understand you. I have people that I call to whenever I'm having an issue. If yeah. somebody needs to get hired, uh, I'm also somebody that people call. And I'm, there's p- certain people that work at certain places. Like, you know, you can't really throw somebody in at every place and them excel. Mm-hmm. So you guys are hanging out. So the idea came because you're always calling him and and asking. Got go, hey, need a dishwasher. Need a need a shoe. My shoe's in the in the walk-in with his fly down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's up? So yeah, uh, it, it it came from that. Um, so way back when uh, I made a video on YouTube, I needed a bartender, and I needed like. Um, not a not a douchey Capitol Hill rockstar bartender, but I need a super solid bartender. Um, but it was a sell to get him out to Magnolia. So I did a YouTube video of me just talking about my bar. At that time, we had the most Irish whiskey in the West Coast. Manhattan is old fashions. That's good. I got regular clientele. It's good money. That that's attractive. So if you go, it's all uh, regulars out there too. One hundred percent neighborhood place. And no one has their Instagram, and no one's taking a picture. You're making an old fashioned, which is like, yeah. <laughs> which is cool. A couple nights of the week, but you need the other nights to kind of chill and relax. Yeah. So that was my sales pitch, but I couldn't do it with a black and white like a Craigslist ad. I, I couldn't sell me, which which was tough. What you? I mean, what? So what YouTube page did you upload this to? My own. You I started your, one. You yeah. started one, and then you uh, and then you shared it through yep. Facebook. I shared no. I went through. Uh, I went through Craigslist and Poach. And when people applied, I said, "Hey, check out this weird, this pale, chubby white guy in front of his bar and get a feel for me, because it's it's." I'm horrible. your boss, man. I mean, yeah. I, this is who you got to deal with every fucking day. Yeah. So the the worst interview is when someone comes into you and they're there for like thirty seconds and you know they're not they don't want to work with you. Yeah. It's not a good fit for them. It's nothing. But then we got to dance. We got to talk for 20 minutes. It's a waste of everybody's time. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I really wanted them to feel me. And if I was a good fit for them, let's talk. That's Boom. pretty cool. Yeah. That's super respectful of people wanting to apply at your, uh, at your establishment. Yeah. I, I liked how you see it that way, respectful. <laughs> I was like cutting out time. I'm busy. Yeah. Well, I it's mean, like a, yeah, it's like a pseudo interview. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I've talked about this with, my, with Keith before about you know podcasts. How you can kind of get some you can you can hear people's character through um, the yeah. microphone, but yeah. a video works just the same. And it's like I've walked into places before to interview for things, and you walk and you sit down with the chef, and you're like, oh hell no, this ain't gonna work. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and I was saying just the whole the way he shook my fucking hand. It's like yep. you're trying to break my shit, dog. Or it was limp. And you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Fish hands. <laughs> All right, so you contacted him. So who's like this was your? So this started with you posting a YouTube video. Where does it grow from there? So uh, my my background. So seeing here, guys. Um, so I used to. Oh, be... we're gonna the, get into the background. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out the way the company stood. How yeah, how, so how ba- the company came about. So basically, what it was was um, when I left the company that I was with, uh, I was a VP of a meat distribution company. And I used to help chefs get jobs all over town, right? Line cooks, sous chefs, owners would actually call me and say, uh, hey man, I'm opening up this spot, I really need somebody solid. And so I would get people jobs. 
And so when I left my company, I basically took a year off and I said, hey, you know, what am I going to do? And, uh, you know, Travis and I had a good relationship through um, through the industry. And so I just said, hey, man, like I always get people jobs, you know, like and he's like, hey, man, I'm looking for somebody again. And we just kept talking. We're like, this is a big issue, right? Super big issue. And uh, so Travis brought up his idea with the video. And then, you know, I brought up this idea about just collaborating and, and just contacting people. And we're like, dude, why don't we do a video-based hiring system that's focused on the restaurant industry? And basically from there, it's, it just it just morphed. And, you know, a year, because we've been talking about this this company for a year and a half. Yeah. So it took a year and a half to bring it to fruition. Basically, yeah. And you reached out to Pro, Proda Ventures? Proda Ventures. We, uh, again, you know, the... I guess you're a little bit of an outlier because you have a little bit of a computer background, but restaurant industry, they're behind tech-wise. <laughs> and there's not a whole lot of like crossover. I mean, there's tech guys who cash out at 28, 38, and open a couple of restaurants, but they're not with like the rank and file. They're, yeah. not, they're not with us, and we're not going to be able to talk to them. Yeah. So we'd almost like had another couple of gin and tonics, like, hey, this is a good idea. It was fun. Um, and, and then I was late at night, Probably another gin and tonic, maybe Guinness at this time to, you know, coat the stomach a little bit. Like you said, he was an alcoholic. Not nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't drunk. I was just maintaining. It's maintenance drinking. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had a really nice review of my restaurant. His avatar was awesome. I even know what an avatar was at that moment. Yeah. It was awesome. So I clicked on it. Do you remember what it was? It was like a digital painting of him. Sick. Yeah, the colors were all, it was It was really cool. Uh, and it's had something about... I love whiskey. I'm in Seattle. Uh, and something about he just started a boutique VC firm. Um, but more more on that later. So, you know, yeah. I said, hey, I've got lots of whiskey. And I got an idea. Let's talk. That's good. Yeah. Good, good communication skills. Yeah. <laughs> I have alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Go, yes. You like whiskey? I have whiskey. CB. You know, CB. funny enough, we met them. We met them at Rue. Oh, really? First time we met them. Yeah, for brunch. Interesting. Uh, I had had like three cappuccinos beforehand. Sounds <laughs> like you were juiced. Oh, totally juiced. Were you like super, ner- <laughs> were you super nervous? Excited? Like what, what was the Excited feeling? Excited I mean, and like you prepped knew, up. I mean, you knew this this was your way, this was your foot in, maybe to get yeah, something going. For, for sure. And I ordered, so I'm nervous, so I'm like, I got to eat a little bit of food. And then like, well, yeah, I'll take the special. And then. We're seeing that we're like, we'll just just bring food and we'll tell you when to stop. Yeah, just keep it coming. And these guys are like, um, orange juice, maybe. <laughs> one all, one, one we'll of have. our partners had granola. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know Rue had granola. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, it was like, and C and I had like eight plates in front of us, and we're like, yeah. So we got this idea, and we're like stuffing our mouths. I, I thought it was bad. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was going to go anywhere, but luckily. It, did. But we actually drank for brunch. We had a oh, cappuccino, you know, yeah. vodka or something like that. I don't. Oh, wow. I've never had it before. It's what some southern that? pinnacle, pinnacle vodka. They make like every flavor of vodka. <laughs> no, no, I guess it was, it was a cappuccino mixed with vodka. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, it was it, like I, I thought it was like cappuccino. It's called a flavored. dirty cappuccino. Dirty <laughs> I think it was a dirty cappuccino. <laughs> and that was worse too, because of course you order like you and your partner order a couple of cocktails. The guys you're trying to press are like. Just orange juice, water, no yeah. ice. Oh wow! You're like, come on. <laughs> and when was this? When was this meeting? That uh, about a year ago. Oh, interesting. So yeah. yeah, it took him a year and a half to get it going. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they just, the company that you've been uh, in business are like up and running since January 1st? Yeah, roughly around there. Yeah. yeah. Started pretty hard January 1st. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I noticed because uh, there was a Facebook, like Facebook popped up with you guys. I saw an advertisement. Nice. I didn't know it was exactly you guys, but I was like, what is this? And I looked at it and I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I didn't get it. And they were like, sign up. And I was like, all right. So yeah, I, so like, I went to the website too and I was like, what the fuck am I saying? I'm just trying to check out what's going on. Yeah, what, exactly. the, what are you trying to get? My email, all this. Yeah, I, and now I, I see it everywhere. You guys have a lot of advertising out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and the restaurants that you guys, the clients that you guys are signing with or working with, um, they're promoting you guys too. So that's how I'd seen you was through awesome. some of the restaurants. So what was the what was the first? Who did you reach out to first? Did somebody come to you? You you know when when you, your first business transaction? You know, did you have to sell it? Were there plenty of times that you had reached out to chefs or people that yeah. you knew and they were like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't want you in here with cameras. <laughs> I don't know. You're trying to get money no, from I, me. Like, what was their response? How long did it take you to really seal the deal with somebody? You know who? It was Eric Rivera at the bookstore. That was actually yeah, you're right. Who Eric. is on top of his it, social media game? Oh yeah, that man is a marketing maniac. game, and then food is. It's, his, it's in his blood, man. I, yeah. I, think, I think food just flows in that fool's blood. Yeah, I follow them on Instagram, actually. Yeah. It pops. I like their stuff. Yeah. They do videos and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's lit, fam. Lit, fam. <laughs> lit, fam. Yeah. Family. It's lit. Um, so, yeah. So, he was the first one? I think he was the very first. He was the first one that got it. Got it. And then He every- understood. He kind of, you guys explained to him the deal. And did you just reach out to him? Did you know him? Yeah, yeah. So, again, it goes back to the relationships, right? Trying to figure out who wants to support, who needs love. And, uh, and we all know that this industry is based on our, our relationships, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier, it's a small industry. So small. And so, uh, yeah, just re- reaching out to friends who, who, needed, who, need some, uh, who needed help, basically, right? People, people have been reaching out to us for literally the last two years saying, I need a cook. Where the fuck are my cooks, you know? Yeah. My dishwasher didn't show up last night. I need a dishwasher right now. And I mean, I, I saw a comment. I saw an argument going back and forth uh, the other day, and it was talking about, like, dishwasher. I'd give my left nut to, like, get a good dishwasher. And it's like, where are they? What happened? These are entry-level jobs. Everybody needs a job. People are complaining, like, there'd be no, um, you know, unemployment rate would drop if we did dishwashers. You know, it's not that hard of a job. You know, just come in, wash dishes. Everybody can do it. We can teach you how to do it. And it's like... They're all line cooks. Half the time, they're now sous chefs. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if you can get a, con- a person in there that can wash dishes for two nights, will stick through the whole shift, and is competent enough to um, do somewhat of a decent job, put a knife in his hand. Yeah. So there is, you know, and you guys work with, you guys do front of the house, back of the house, yeah. everything. Everything. Top to bottom. Yes. Talking to management, all the way down to bussers. Absolutely. That's cool. So there's five dishers as free agents and there's a hundred restaurants looking for dishers. I don't trust my chances with a black and white paragraph. I got to sell myself. Well, yeah. I mean, my thing when I ever apply to a job is I never apply online. I always go into the restaurant, of course. And talk to the chef, Absolutely. you know, hand a resume and try to get an interview that time. But with this, it kind of makes it a little bit easier because there's some times where you're like, oh, it's Monday and that place is closed, so I can't get to that restaurant. But you can send this email or what, or you can yeah. send this resume out to these guys with your video and it's kind of like an impromptu um, interview and then they can get you back. Because, I mean, 
when yeah exactly when you send a black and white paragraph half the time you never get a response yeah. so because that resume may have just got tossed in the garbage no exactly right? and they're like oh look at this guy yeah right <laughs> you'd be like uh, is chef around no, no what do you need what do you need it's like oh, I want to turn on my resume like, well yeah, nowadays you go with it. chef around they're like they're like yeah chef's in the back hold on let me go get him yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh man I've been working the line like six days a week <laughs> <laughs> that's so true he's looking for an interview yeah, he's yeah, yeah. an excuse to go sit down exactly cover like, my I've station busting my ass yeah so um, so he was the first person uh, reached out to you mm-hmm. about coming and doing and you went in there you told him the concept kind of sold him on the idea and then what was the response he said, I absolutely love it. Wait, no, I'm talking about after you recorded the video and stuff. Well, did did it catch traction? Did oh, you yeah, get yeah. People, people hired? You know, everyone everyone uh, who talked about the, the concept was like, that's kind of weird. But when the when the actual I think it's awesome. first video shows up, they're like, fuck, that is cool. Like, when can I do one? That, that's the yeah. first one is, when can I get my video going, right? And so uh, it's catching wind. Again, we're only five months into it, and mm-hmm. uh, we got a lot of restaurants signed up. And, yeah, uh, I've noticed. We're doing some good stuff with Fair Start, too. Oh, nice. <clears throat> where we, good... uh, we go in every Thursday, um, and we get we get make video resumes of two or three of their students. Um, oh, that's awesome. Idea. And then going back to like resumes, what if you misspell a word? Mm-hmm. Or what if my paper isn't 30 weight? <laughs> you know? That's true. Or it's crinkled up. Yeah. It's bad, bad, bad. And then fair start, there's a lot of like fair start. You can picture the fair, you can picture the good fair start person, the bad fair start person. <laughs> and unfortunately, we're all like, shh. The bad fair start. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. But. Get that 30 second, 45 second video. Yeah. And it's sure. like, hey, this is this is me. This is what I want to do. Here's my goal. Here's me cutting a carrot. So to sign so to sign up. I, I'm not sure particularly I'm not sure how your website works. So will you explain to us and our listeners um, how 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 your business actually works. Yeah. Uh, what they can do, walk us through it. And uh, Oh, I I already I already did a resume on there. A video resume? I mean I haven't gotten to the video part yet. That's an I was I was interrupted before I got to that part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I was fitting to. Fitting to. So it, it's getting, uh, we're in something called, so the computer world's weird. We're in something called public beta, which is like a soft opening, but a soft opening in restaurants is. Oh, you're still in beta testing. Technically, technically public beta. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so it's a soft opening. So, you know, restaurant soft opening is two or three days. Yeah. This can go on almost indefinitely. Yeah. So we spring that up in that there are changes to our website on a, not a daily basis, but a couple times a week. So currently, but how to sign up is pretty easy. You go to our website, www.umamijobs.com. You take a look at our couple of jobs. You can look at, I think our latest video is... Queens. Yeah, Queen City. No, no, no. Skillet. Skillet. Oh, yeah, oh. with Brian O'Connor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I one of the best guys in Seattle, period. Um, so you look at Brian's video. You hit apply. Mm-hmm. There's three screens. You do. Uh, you answer three questions. And these three questions are, like, they come from me and, and when I hire. It's, um, what's your favorite restaurant or bar? Why? What makes a good employee? What makes a good employer? Real simple questions. Yep. You enter in your last two or three places you worked, then you make a video. That's it. 
And then you, you record the video straight off your computer or your yes. phone. Or your phone, yeah. yeah. Yes. And you can upload it through your phone as well. Yep. It's fucking sick, son. So yeah. you're like on the beach and you're like, yeah, so I'm barbecuing <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> you know, one of the objective is for somebody just to make a video while they're online, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. hey, man, uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to leave my restaurant and uh, I'm looking for a new job. Boom. Put your iPhone out or have your coworker video you. And, and there's your video, right? I'd love to see your station. Yeah. Kitchen I movement, right? Plus. Yeah. At the end of the night or before? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the night, I'm like, ooh. Uh, that's a really fucking good idea. That's great. And there's nothing else. Is there anything out there like this? No. And you guys got some pretty dope chefs. I mean, I saw Thank you. Nakajima on there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brian O'Connor, I, I worked with him recently, actually, a couple years ago at Rue. Awesome. Um, I was wondering why he was at Skillet and not at Bakabak, but I guess they need cooks Bakabak. at Skillet, huh? He's no. still, what he's doing, he's been asked to come back and help oh, rejuvenate that, okay. that location, yeah, and to yeah, kind of sure. get it back up and running, so that... That's what he does. Yeah. He comes in and he brings life. And that's why things. he was at Rue as well. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, he's there. Too. And then he left and, yeah, well, we won't talk about that. <laughs> that yeah. guy works hard. Though. He works really hard, though. No. He grinds and he rides a Harley. He does. Yeah, he does. But yeah, you guys have some pretty dope uh, chefs on there, um, all from really good restaurants. I mean, I was looking through the list and I was like, yeah, I'll apply to a lot of these places. I mean, No Anchor was definitely a place yeah. that was uh, Jeffrey Vance. Yeah, yeah really that man, killing man. He's killing, killing the game. The game. Actually, the man. sous chef there was worked at Rue as well. Amy put me on to No Anchor, but uh, they do some baller food there, uh, and uh, I hear. That, I mean, I don't. And drink, they're looking so. for people. Yeah, so they're well, big I mean, shout they're, out them. They're hiring next door for um, uh, Navy Strength. Navy, Navy Strength. Strength, yeah. So and mm-hmm. I don't know. What the, uh, I told them automatically already. I was like, that juice bar is not going to be popping off. You're not utilizing your space very well. And uh, I scrapped the idea. <laughs> they're like, no, it's going to be. And I was like, I'm telling you, fam. I know this neighborhood. Not lit. Dude, they're like three for three. Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah, three for three. Yeah, but um, the juice, the, <laughs> the liquor. Yeah. They're dealing with liquor. Yeah. Every people, listen, there's tons of people out there. They've done it really, really good because people that open up bars and then get into the restaurant industry. It's totally a different grind and a different hustle. It is. They've actually hit the nail on the head. And I couldn't believe they were expanding to not one, but two places. Yeah. That was nuts. But they hit the nail on the head, and it's, you know, I love both the places I hang out there. But the juice bar, I don't know about that. I got to go try the juice bar this week. It's not open yet. Okay. Uh, It's not open yet. Brendan McGill has got a juice bar, right? So it's kind of the, uh, yeah. If you're looking for a good juice bar, we got some homies over in uh, Kirkland. Yeah, they're in Kirkland. I haven't been there since that day I went. <laughs> he goes all the time. I bet he does. He lives in Kirkland. <laughs> no, no, I live like less than a mile from their spot. <laughs> <laughs> our, our friends opened up a, a cold pressed juice company called Healthy Bones. They're, okay, they're, it's they're, bomb. They're both really, really rad people. They do little they do cork containers. bowls. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, they, they did a good job. And they transitioned from the our industry, you know, the restaurant yeah. industry, both of them, and they transferred into something on their own. So it's and we were talking about that. So it's, it's exciting to see people from our industry. Moving above, well, not above, but beyond, and thinking outside the box. You know, maybe they need to do it, umami. What do you mean, umami? Umami job. Oh, most definitely, Colin and Shandy most definitely need to hire people. They yeah. can't oh, find go. anybody. It's a problem, and you make really good money. Every place is hiring, and yeah. so um, I, I really am glad that I, I could get you guys on here and, and let people. It's going to help our friends get jobs. Oh yeah, know? totally. So hopefully, we can drive some traffic to the site. And maybe people and who are like coming that. to Seattle from other places, or maybe this will help. Are leaving, you know, Johnny. You bring up a great point. So, like, great example is. 
if you're moving to the city, you're moving outside of the city, yeah. whatever new city you're coming to, I mean, imagine submitting an online video resume. Oh, yeah, ahead totally. Of time, right? Instead of walking, like you said, and dropping off a resume to a chef, like, boom, do a mass blitz to Chicago. Do a mass blitz exactly. to, I mean, we're not there yet. No, yeah, but you don't even have to there. be in that city in exactly. order to do that. And then, you know, people will be like, hey, I definitely want to get a talk to you or something like that. And, you, you know, I mean, it's expensive to take a trip down there. But if you're yeah. already going that way, it's, that's lit. I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking about like, because um, they, they, you know, I reached out to, he reached out to me when we were talking about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, I heard you know, you're trying to hire people at, you know the new place you're at we might be able to help out with that and then I found out what it was and I'm just here getting the giggles thinking about all the shitty fucking video resumes <laughs> it just clouded like yo you gotta see homeboy right here like, check your boy out like, nah you're gonna be a no but so, hey last week you said you're looking to hire was that happy people uh, what my line was um, what the fuck is my line that I soup uh, I don't know that's something I always say no no you tried to hire me and I said no oh fuck I never did <laughs> never tried to hire you I it was a good that. adjective that it you was can't good, show on paper it, yeah and it was and it was yeah and it was I can't remember what I said but I, it's not my text or some shit like that it's not that important but yeah, yeah. and he was like and, that, and then you explained to me kind of what it right. was it's like right. you can't really get that off of paper um, and even when it's not really fair, when you get people that come in for an interview or whatever, they're nervous. Mm -hmm. They don't Super act, and, and they're like trying to be on their P's and Q's and answer all the questions correctly. And it's like, there's no right or wrong answer to this. No, it's mainly exactly. just to see how you meld with the staff yeah. and your personality of when you get stressed out and if you can handle a station. And well, and I also think is when you write a resume, you have this strict um, guideline like from school that taught you like, you need to have this, this, and this, and uh, objective and all this yeah. stuff. So like, you're going into writing this resume as a very trying to be as professional as possible when in this industry we're like half it's professional far from half, professional. yeah we're like <laughs> barely care like I've known chefs that are like they see my resume and they throw it to the side because we're having an interview talking face to face like they don't really care what's on my yeah. resume they're like oh maybe I'll check your references or something like that but right, right. for the most part they want to know who you are as a person so this is a really good way of cutting through that middleman so Leonardo da Vinci wrote the first resume in the 1480s can look it up. It looks like your resume. It's like a page and a half, two pages long. He's got references. He's got his. It's crazy. Shit ain't changed. No. no. Welcome to the future yeah. of resumes. It's a, it's a internet. Jobs. It's an internet era right now. But then Johnny, I'm thinking about where you're working with June Baby. Like a restaurant has a story and a mission behind it. Mm -hmm. Man. Ed looks good on camera too. But yeah, just that this smile, is, bro. This is my story. This is what we're shooting for. Uh, hey, if you're from this part of America, tell me what it meant to you. That's dope. Actually, I can that's talk. Really I lived in Oklahoma. I can talk about. I love that food. As a kid in Oklahoma, <laughs> the future. Well, you should come down. The yeah, Quarantine. man. This is uh, this is something. This is a uh, it's a game changer. Definitely a game changer. And you don't have to get look at a stack of fucking papers either. Go through hella emails and it's all bland. Or lose that paper and be like, what happened to that one person? Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I so just push play, put the earbud in, you're walking home, driving home, you're listening to, ooh, this person sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Safe. So that, that this is, um, yeah, we're going to stop with this. Uh, we're going to get get to know you guys. Thank you. This Thank is the you. professional one uh, here at Grill How Long Steak, Mister. 
I already told you it's out. Five minutes. You sold it already? I sold it. Motherfucker. I forgot to call. You to went the missing lineup. again in the walk-in <laughs> with uh, little Jesus. Who's Don't say that. I work with a Jesus right now. <laughs> Disappeared with Jesus into the bathroom. He came back. There's white shit all over your nose. <laughs> and your zipper was down. And your zipper was down. <laughs> again, your zipper was down. And then you're selling steaks without letting me know. Anyway, so yes, I encourage everybody to go check out Umami Jobs. Um, Any way to contact you guys? What's you know? You guys personally? Yeah. Did yeah. You just do the website. Website email us Travis yeah. or CN spelled like Sean at Umami Jobs. I think our phone numbers are on there too, or it's just our oh, Instagram, wow. Facebook. Just blowing them yeah. up. Blowing you know, one up. thing that we're really trying to do too with Umami is personalizing it. So, you know, I've had a lot of chefs say, I don't want a profile, but send people my way. So we do do a lot of personalized yeah. hiring on our on our ends as well. So it's not necessarily some chefs don't want to be in the limelight. Oh yeah, and so they put you out there, right? Yeah, they put us you out guys there. handle everything yeah. for them. So you guys are like contractors. We're almost like a private recruiting company as yeah. well, but like a recruiting firm for the for the industry for, for the, the industry. restaurant industry. Absolutely, yeah. Well, here on the Soundcasting Network, uh, we actually have a uh, recruiting uh, tech recruiting uh, podcast called go. what is it called? Careercast. Concordus. Concordus Careercast. We always try to throw shine to other podcasts on the network, but ours is the best. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Johnny? I don't know. It's not a joke. This I think it's serious. funny. This is serious business. Serious okay. Business. All right. Now on to you guys. So how long have you guys been friends? This is where it gets fun. <laughs> Seven, eight years. Seven or eight years. That's, yeah. a, that's a solid Eight friendship. or nine now, I think. All right. We're losing track of time. Oh, it's actually. like a marriage. Right. So, and you guys met. How did you guys meet? Uh, I bought my proteins from from CN. What, what kind of proteins you were selling? You worked at Corfini, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So I was the <laughs> vice president of Corfini Gourmet. Woo! Flame, still got on. the connect over well, there. Nine years, nine years, yeah. Nine years, yeah. nine years. Mm -hmm. Damn. But Jesus, where were we at before that? I was actually cooking. Yeah. Where? So I I helped open up a restaurant called Ibiza Dinner Club. On Second and James, <laughs> <laughs> more Congos, more bongo bells. Yeah, um, man, I know a lot of people that got in a lot of fights. Right yeah, on. man, it was a, it was a bad scene. A lot of uh, a lot of white stuff being found in the uh, in the bathrooms <laughs> when I worked there. Oh, man. <laughs> so you started off. So I mean, you born Shaggy, yeah, Shaggy and Avi, man. Born is my home. Born and raised. Born and raised here. Uh, born in Bellingham. Born I've been in, in Seattle for about sixteen years. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. And so you opened up, that was your first kind of, you know, introduction into the Seattle food world? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I left uh, Bellingham after I graduated culinary school and uh, actually started cooking when I was 14, doing teppanyaki uh, cooking like Benihana, right? Right. So more Japanese egg roll, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually work at a Benihana? Yeah, I worked at Shit. the one here in Seattle for nine months. Yo, if I ever go to Benihana and they don't give me an Asian chef, I'm like an Asian cook. Most, most of them are Hispanic. By the way. Yeah, dude. Or some ghetto looking like toothless black dude. They're like, what's up? I'm Jerome. I'll be cooking your thing. What's up? You want a volcano? I'm like, why are you staring at my girl like that? Then hey, everyone needs a job, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Chefs are there's <laughs> short of chefs in this industry, right? All right, so you started with that, then you came here, you started cooking there, and then you just started, you know, flourishing throughout the industry, meeting everybody. Mm -hmm. Obviously. What um what made you leave the kitchen? You know, so... Like, how did you get your job? Uh, so I was working at Ibiza, spending about 120 hours a week there. 
And uh, I just hit this point in my life where I was like, I can't work 120 hours anymore. You know, like I was making hourly, so it was awesome. 120 hours times. What's that time though? Oh God, it was crazy. And uh, actually, the uh, the owner of Corfini approached me, or I approached them through hassling for hassling them for about four months, saying, "I want to become a salesperson. I want to become a salesperson. I want to become a salesperson." And uh, they brought me on. 25, 25 interviews actually, and uh, twenty five people. They interviewed twenty five people, and uh, out of the twenty five, they brought me on. Oh, I thought you said you had to go through twenty five interviews. Yeah, and now that now. plays into your current job. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm a so part time, uh, full time doing umami jobs, and then full time uh, real estate. So I've been in real Slaying estate for houses. for eighteen months. Uh, actually, probably the top five real estate uh, agents in the in the state of Seattle or state of Washington. So killer. Yeah. If I didn't have my guy, I would have hit you up. Yeah. <laughs> I sold thirty two homes my first year. What? Half of those homes were to chefs. Yeah. Player. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, he, he's helping the industry I know, he just, full circle. He, uh, he uses connect. You know, uh, he uses like. Who do I know? Uh, I remember. Yeah, I know you got that raise. You just stepped in that. You want to buy a house? What's your credit like? What <laughs> no, it's been really cool though. The uh, you know taking one industry to the next, uh, but helping friends out, right? Like a lot of the chef friends that I've that I've helped, basically have like I don't even know how to buy or my credit's horrible. Yeah, Can right. I buy? And you know a lot of them have bought. So I didn't know that I could. There you go, right? It's a, it's a cool thing. I'm trying to buy shit, man. <laughs> I'm living that life, man. I look out of my house every day, and I'm like, this is mine. <laughs> Fair enough. But see how it's come full circle? How it's, you're right back into the industry. Dude, I can't, I can't leave. I can't back. leave. This I've tried so many times to leave, and it's just like every time I get like some real job, and I'm like, because uh, you can't really, you can't really tell other people your feelings at work, yeah. you know? But you walk into a kitchen, and it's like you become a family and you can explain to them like you're having a bad day it's like fuck off leave me alone Absolutely. or some so you buy a house and you, know, you can go there and celebrate other jobs people just don't care yeah so you know like, the funny thing is so like uh, so Saturday I got a text from a chef uh, at 11 call him out which four, one 11.58 at night uh, and he's just like what's up dude and I haven't talked <laughs> to the chef in a year right he's just like just wanted to text you man yeah. and I'm like that's cool right that's what's up and uh, on my way here actually I just talked to my boy uh, Sean McCrane from Copine right he's like uh -huh. mm -hmm. what's up see and I'm like what's up man I was like "What? you need some and he's like no man you call me all the time I just wanted to return the favor I'm, I'm reaching out to you today you so that's cool you know to be a part of this this growing industry and it's nice seeing people you know come up alright now on you where, where'd you where'd you come from? How'd you get this bar? Uh, first job, Salty's in Alki, way back when, and I did like every front of house job except bartend or surf. So like a if there was a bad job, my, my first job was how like, long ago? I'm old. I'm 42. It's like yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, well, Johnny's Johnny's 67. Yeah, well, so. you know, he looks good though. He looks good. <laughs> no black black Salties actually got fired from Salties. Met my wife at Salties. Moved on to like I think Palisade for a couple of minutes. Dukes for a couple year or two. Got out of uh, restaurants. Got into radio, TV. No money. Behind the camera, right? Producing. <laughs> this money making face. Come on. Damn. Uh, back into restaurants. Uh, actually, one of the first franchisees with Taco Omar way back when. Um, built and like physically built two of those in West Seattle. Owned them, sold them, and then bought a, uh, a place called Milady's Irish Pub. Wait, 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 
Yeah. Hold on. You franchised two Taco Del Mars? No, no, no. It's one of the first franchisees with Taco Del Mar. What does that mean? Me too. He ran and owned. Yeah. He ran and owned a franchise. Of- you yeah. ran- yeah, that's what I'm saying. How did you? How did you just skip them? Like, oh, I was like working <laughs> at Dukes and I was here, and then and then all of a sudden you're because they needed they needed people with any sort of culinary background and like fifteen thousand dollars. And you were- and then it's like, can you do? Can you swing a hammer? Are you available to work sixty hours a week? We need a store in West Seattle. You're you're our guy. And you're the man. And then you're a proud new owner of a of a and yeah. running a. Me, Alfredo, Jose, Ricardo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like the tall white guy making burritos. All right. So that's kind of, but that's again. how you yeah. kind of got into owner operator. Yes. Okay. Um, but that sucked because that's, you're, you are an owner operator, but you can't choose anything. Nope. Um, and then we, we found um, Ladies Irish Pub. The, the building was for sale. The land was for sale. Easy to get a loan out. We, we, we. Wrote a hell of a business plan. How long ago was this? Ten and a half years ago. Damn. Yeah. I like that place. Thank you. It's a nice place. Thank you. Um, you want to give that address out? Let people know where it's at? Base of Magnolia, 21st Dravis, the bottom of the big, big hill. Oh, that hill is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, though. If and when it snows, it's a ski hill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it just becomes like party. It's, yeah, it's no, fantastic. Totally. And then you're like, oh, come to the bottom. Yeah. Get your drink on. And you're not going to walk up. Yeah. <laughs> really? No. Stay there. No, not, not at all. Um, so, yeah, how's that been going for you? It's good. It's really good. We've got, a, we've got a really strong house. We've had a lot of employees that have been there like years and years, which is awesome. We've had employees who have really kind of like found themselves and moved on to bigger and better jobs. That's awesome. always good. Yeah, I just had my event coordinator lead server leave, and uh, she's with um, Novelty Hill, Chinook Winery in Woodenville, taking care of all the weddings there, which is just, like, so proud of her. It's, awesome. nice to, it's nice to see yeah. people move up, yeah. fly. move forward. Yeah. And, and that's good of like an owner or management, too. I, I really I respect them for doing that because it's like a lot of times you work at a restaurant and they we were talking about this earlier off microphone it's like they want to keep you because you're so good and yeah. it's like obviously you know you they've helped you as far as you can go at this establishment you need to help them move forward and find something better and so that's another thing that this is really cool is that let's say you do go work at a job um you know at, at take the skillet job or the queen city job it's like you've been there for two years the chef recommends you get the chef in your video going, yeah. hey, I recommend this guy. You guys should hire this guy. Um, he's got my full support. And you just swap people out back and forth. Yes. There's a lot of potential for this. I appreciate it. Man. Thank yeah. you. I mean, this is just the beginning of it, and it's super exciting, and I'm excited to see where it goes. And, uh, yeah, I love it. Anything else you guys want to – it's free, free reign. You can say whatever you want here. You know, one thing, uh, if anyone out there is listening or watching um, that wants to grow, you know, hit us up. If you've been at a place for two years and, you know, you've, you're ready to make that transition, you're ready to make that move. Um, really, what we're trying to do is like what we just, what we just said is, is help people take that step. And a lot of people are afraid. Right. And uh, I think it's time for people to really go, hey, I've been here for two years. I've been making forty four thousand a year. Um, there's something next for me. Right. And, uh, you know, maybe that 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 line cook is, is ready to become a sous chef. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's his time. Um, a lot of people are looking and a lot of people are willing to pay some, some really good money. 
And so why not just continue to keep growing in your careers and, and, and help, let us help you guys do that. And it's also for like the Red Robin line cook that wants to get out of that into small houses. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a tough, that's a tough that's jump because yeah, you're not in the fraternity. Jump. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we talk about this all the time. People yeah. Come stage at a place and we're like, like, uh, we don't know because we're super tight knit group. Nobody yeah. knows. We'd rather have somebody come in that we know. And so, but nowadays it's just, if you can get your hands on anybody, mm-hmm. you know, so this is going to really help, help people find the right people, the right fit, the right restaurant. For yeah. The right you know, people. we, uh, we genuinely love restaurants front of house back of house and like that that meal at 1 30 in the morning or those drinks then and like i hated johnny <laughs> three hours ago and i wanted to punch him but now we're yeah, like we're best chilling. of friend yeah that's the best that happens to me every day yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my life right <laughs> Well, I mean, the cool thing about this whole public beta is that I see the potential of people jumping on all across the country without even having to leave like chefs or anything like that. Because they can just upload a video to Mommy Jobs, like from Chicago, let's say. Yeah. And somebody in Chicago who uploaded a video can see that video. Like, do you guys, does it have to be based in Seattle right now or? Nope. We're just testing it here, right? Basically, that's pretty cool because I mean, a lot of our listeners, a lot of our listeners are from all across the country, um, and you know, in Thailand and stuff like that. (laughs) We that. That's a little too really? far. Couple yeah. all, we have some Australian fans out there. Yeah, wow. but it's it's pretty cool because, I mean, we have a lot of, uh, it seems like we have a lot of New York fans as well. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely a good jump off, you know. We'll get you a little URL. You email it to or you text it to, you Facebook message it to wherever you want to go. Yeah. Boom, there's your little profile. There's your video. That's beautiful. That's yeah. dope. That is super sweet. You're going to have Thomas Keller on there one day. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, yeah, I mean is, that, is that where you guys see this going? I mean, are you guys thinking that big? I don't know. I mean, that's what I see for it. For I mean, sure. I was telling, I, I was telling, you know, Keith, me and Keith own this, you know, this podcast networks, the Soundcasting Network, and uh, there's about twelve shows on this, on on the network, and we have other people that come in and do outside stuff, but we're always looking for new new ideas and new things to do, and I thought about doing like podcast resumes where you go into a place and record that you know record stuff but you guys just went one step ahead we're like fuck all that dude you can check check dude out too so you guys got me beat but it's great i mean i i really am super well we want to get into some cook education too so maybe we'll talk down the road yeah sounds good all right that's gonna bring us to the end of episode 73 of grill hall steak mister we're gonna move on to our ingredient of the week why are you looking so sad, dude? No, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> staring into your gorgeous eyes. Dude, you guys have been looking at each other since we got here, man. Well, that's kind of freaky, we, man. Well, we sit across from each other, and we, we only don't see each other yeah. once a week. Yeah. So I mean, we got to get know, it all catch in. Up time. You know? catch but we up also, time. But we also feel like we're like trying to read each other and see yeah, exactly. like how... We speak with our eyes. All right. <laughs> ver- non-verbal. Non-verbal. I like it. Um, we, let, uh, we let you guys pick the ingredient of the week. Do you want to explain to the um, our listeners what what it is all right so i brought something kind of uh cool and strange um well it's cool to me maybe strange to you guys but uh it's a it's an herb called culantro and uh culantro is it actually it's from south america um they use a lot of it in their cuisine but it's also uh, used a lot in southeast asian cuisine johnny didn't try it did you right did you he brought some do you want to try some oh there? yeah i do and keep big queef I was wondering yeah. what was in the back. So culantro basically, uh, it looks like a grass. It looks like a wheat grass. Uh, it not, looks nothing like cilantro. 
It's uh, not the same family though. It's, it's not the same family, which is strange, right? But it, right. the flavor profiles are very similar, but it's just it way like more so pungent. Yeah. Uh, it's so it doesn't have that same soapiness that cilantro has. It's much cleaner. Yeah, it's, it's brighter, very clean. Yeah, it's so very if you actually go to, it's funny, you know, being here in Seattle, um, you don't get served cilantro when you eat pho, right? But actually, if you go to eat uh, pho in LA or any other, you know, higher end um, or any other more culturally diverse city, uh, Whitewashed. They, they actually serve cilantro as their uh, cilantro. They don't give you cilantro. It's very aromatic yes. in your mouth. Yes. Like, Super. Yeah, very floral, it, yeah, right? it's like floral to in your nose. Hit your nose. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, like, it yeah, yeah, yeah isn't it much denser? Isn't it much denser? Like dense. it's it's almost like, like ripping would, paper. Right? Yeah, it'd be better in pho because it has that, you know, it can stand up to that yeah. broth. Yeah. Mm, I want some fun now. <laughs> <laughs> With some culantra. With some culantra. I went, to, I went to Greenleaf last week. I haven't been there in a long so time. So where do you buy this in Good. Seattle? So you know the funny thing is you can't um like I would think you watch I would sell it, mm-hmm. but they don't. So you can only find it in the grimiest Asian stores. Hell yeah, yeah. ID. <laughs> I'm not sure if I've ever seen it there. Blasted. Yeah. All Not right. Cool. So this is our ingredient of the week, and we'll let our we'll let our guests go first. All cool. right. So um, I love to use culantro uh, as in this specific um, uh, dip. So it's like a Cambodian dip, right? It's perfect in. Man, you put it in your stir fry. You put it over a steak. You put it. You, you dip raw vegetables in it, right? So, so basically, what you take is um, about thirty percent of fish sauce. Um, Done. About two fresh limes, um, some salt, black pepper, about a te- teaspoon of fresh cayenne, dry cayenne, and uh, chop up some garlic. About a tablespoon of garlic and and about a tablespoon of culantro. And literally just lather it over whatever it is you like. I mean, even over white rice, just lather this sauce over it. Epic, man. Seriously, epic. That sounds good. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. What are you hitting us with? All right, so I'm more front of house based. We're doing a cocktail. Um, it's a variation of a, uh, a margarita. Ounce and a half of Blanco tequila, probably just well. Super easy. Um, you're going to take your shaker tin. You're going to put know, about five, six leaves in the bottom of that. Lightly, uh, lightly Ooh. kind of crush it, muddle, not muddle, but just like you get the aromatics going. Mm-hmm. You go the ounce and a half tequila, you go uh, 0.75 of agave, half ounce of lime juice, and then a quarter ounce of ancho uh, reyes. Rocks, shake, glass, fresh rocks. You get the, uh, you get kind of like the shards of the culantro on there. Mm-hmm. Lime wheel uh, garnish, yeah. Sounds good, man. I want to get drunk. Sunny day, Andy, yeah. Good pair. <laughs> good pair. And I tell you what, on your on your little bar station, that culantro smells good. Like when you zest I mean, something, does, you, get that, yeah. you get the oils. You, it's a good, good smell. Yeah. Yeah, it's super. Aromatic. That's cool. Um, I am going to do a culantro crusted pork loin. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Pork. So you want to go to your um, go to your butcher, get like an inch thick cut uh, pork loin. Um, and you're just gonna hit it with a little bit of salt, um, which well, I'll give all the rest, all the ingredients. Um, you're gonna need two tablespoons of chopped green onions, two tablespoons of unseasoned rice vinegar, uh, one tablespoon of red miso, um, one tablespoon of minced peeled fresh garlic, a teaspoon of soy sauce, um, and then you're gonna need about two teaspoons of culantro uh, uh, seeds. Um, I don't know, a couple dashes of sesame oil and two tablespoons of sake. Uh, we're also going to be using that um, wasabi compound butter I made last Ooh. week. 
also. So you're gonna pull that out of your freezer because I know you guys made it last week. That shit is flame, and because they all they're such super fans, they make everything on there. All right, so first first of all, what you're gonna do is you're gonna make um, like a miso sauce to set aside. So you're gonna put your onions, your vinegar, your miso, your ginger, your soy into a bowl, right? Set it to the side, and then all you're gonna do is you're gonna crush up those culantro seeds, um, crush up some fresh ground pepper, um, and you're going to um, basically roll your pork loin in there, um, let it sit out, come up to room temperature. While you're doing that, you're going to get a heavy uh, skillet, get that nice knot, throw your sesame oil in there, and then you're going to sear off the pork. Um, I want it really super high. Sear off all sides, all edges. Oh, preheat your oven, too. To one yeah, because you're going to bake that yeah, shit. Yeah, 375, something like that. Sorry, guys. Preheat your oven first, whatever. Uh, but you want to sear all sides around the edge, and then you want to uh, pull it off of there, put it on, like, a roasting rack or whatever, um, and you want to put that in the oven for, I don't know, man, 15, 10 minutes? Not even that. Some eight minutes. You want to pull it out, what, 135? Yeah. Grill exactly. how long pork? Yeah. Yeah. All day. All day, baby. <laughs> um, so you're going to, and while that's in the oven cooking, what you're going to do is you're going to, you're going to scrape all the bits off of the bottom of that skillet and you're going to pour in your um, sake yeah. and that mixture that I said, you're going to de- kind of deglaze the pan, right? And then you're going to um, let that reduce down and then you're going to throw in that pat of that wasabi compound butter that I made last Base week on shit. the show. Mm. Right? You can get that in. Let that thicken up and then you're going to pour your drippings from your uh, pork in there um, and then spoon it over your pork wine. And then... Uh, Fat boy. Damn. I love the amazing Fat flavors boy. that you had incorporated in there. I was drooling. I was drooling. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Beat that, Jahani. Oh, I'm not. No. Reyes? Is that your last name <laughs> now? Um, You'll always be Jahani I think, that was, I think that was your best recipe to date. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I, Johnny's right. <laughs> well, I also had guests here, and I let them pick the yeah, drinks. Well, so, not, and I also had like four days' notice. So I was like, "What am I gonna do?" I know, we text Robbie that. A few, no, exactly. Few days ago. He, I, I'm on my way home from work last night, and he's like, "Oh, culantro's the ingredient of the week," and I'm like, "What? It's 11:30. I just got. I just sold 42 fried chickens. Like, what the fuck is a culantro?" <laughs> I also went, I was also on a roof uh, our first Sunday day and I cooked up uh, JP, shout out JP the butcher. Uh, he throws fish at the fish market now. And your boy. What does he not do? Everything. But he gave me some, free, they gave me free crab, they gave me some free link. Skirt, skirt. And then yeah. I picked up a pork loin and went up on the roof and uh, yeah, hit it, hit it up. So. What's your boy JA? JA, that's right. Whatever, all day. I miss him and want to say what's up. Yeah, shout out Jay Ader Photography. Um, all right, so my recipe isn't as cool as everybody else's. I'm just going to do uh, culantro chimichurri sauce. Ooh. Not bad. But it's, it's, it's good. It's cracked. Yeah, it goes on top of stuff, and it's bomb. Um, anyway, so you'll do a half a cup of parsley and a half a cup of culantro. I've never actually used culantro, so I don't know if that's going to be too overpowering. No, honestly, enough. what you're doing is almost just like what I'm doing. So I'm okay. basically making an Asian-Cambodian... Chimichurri. Uh, chimichurri. Oh, yeah. Cool. So Same you're in the right length. direction, man. Wave <laughs> um, You're going to get four cloves of garlic. And, um, you know, since my last name is Reyes, we're going to get that jalapeno. Jalapeno. <laughs> 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 you know Spicy. Um, you're going to have a half-seeded jalapeno. And uh, you're also going to get 
a little bit of chopped scallion. Uh, they say or onion, but we're gonna go scallions. Go scallion. I Most love def. scallions are way better. Yeah. Um, two tablespoons of lemon juice, a tablespoon of dried oregano, a quarter cup of red wine vinegar, and three quarter cup good olive oil. That EVO is what I prefer to use, and a little bit of salt and pepper to taste. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna co- combine all your dry ingredients in there. Pulse them together with your vinegar and your olive oil, um, and then add your salt and pepper at the end just to make sure it tastes right. And once you're done with that, you know, you can just spoon it over some steak, over some, what I've been liking is over some oyster mushrooms, some king oyster mushrooms and some chimichurri. Straight up with chimichurri sauce. Yeah, and just like get the nice sear on them and then like baste them in some chimichurri sauce. You just buying a bunch of oyster mushrooms like that? No, we've been, we use oyster mushrooms at Gym Baby right now. Okay. So that's why. you're at home just like, I think think I'm going to spend $30 (laughs) on mushrooms. (laughs) No. Um, but yeah, so you just baste it, you know, pour it over some fish, put it over some chicken, you know, it really goes over anything. My man. Mom, yeah. Mom. I'll give it up. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming up with the ingredient of the week. Yeah. That's thanks for word. switching it up. I think yeah. that's the first thing we haven't thought of. Like, yeah, there's, we're always like, oh, what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. Whatever. Awesome. Anyway, thank you very much. You guys, um, yeah. CN Travis, uh, umami jobs, check it out. Umami Um, you can find us. Our social medias is, uh, our Facebook is going to be girl. How long steak mister? What about Instagram? Girl, how long steak mister? What about Twitter though? At how long steak mister? Oh shit. Oh, what, lit. What's that email? <laughs> girl, how long steak mister? MR. Is that MR? MR. MR at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Hit us up. I haven't checked our email in a bit. We've been getting some weird ones. I got, I got another weird one. You did? Was it Allie and AJ from Toast? <laughs> I swear to God. Have you guys met Allie and AJ from Toast? No. no. I'm trying to find them so I can be like, what is Stop the, emailing yeah, us. Stop emailing us. Who are you? Like, we know Allie and, like, there's two of them. Oh, really? Do you think that Allie and AJ, AJ's a guy, is Apple it two checks? girls? Two girls? Or it's a guy and a girl. I don't know. I think. Anyway, my social media is gonna be Bobby Stills on Instagram. I'm not that hard to find on fucking Facebook either, but I'd be denying people all day. <laughs> all every day. day. I just let them hang there. <laughs> you denied me too. I tried to friend request you the other day. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you did not. Bullshit. No, I, I went on yours today, dude. We we have 44 mutual friends, and That's I started up, and they were all kitchen people and OGs too, like the homie. So I was like, all right, this dude's legit. legit. He has like 4,000 friends. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I mean. What's the limit on Facebook? 5,000? 5, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not even close. Not even close. <laughs> I'm too selective, you know what I'm saying? It's not about quantity. It's about quality. Whatever. You know anyway. Uh, what's your uh, social medias? Johnny Tsunami. Keith, what about you? You want to give yours out? Uh, it's www. Don't matter, son. <laughs> Does it matter? Uh, Keith.anchor.com. Keep that anchor on Twitter. He's heavy on there. Heavy. 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 Um, anything else, guys, before we sign off? You guys want to do our sign off for us? You guys were the best. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you guys are awesome. Seriously. Um, I want to thank uh, Studio 212 for letting us record here. I want to thank Keith for being here. It's nice. You know what I'm saying? It's good Woo! to see him. He's got that, you know, the energy in the room. It's just electric. You know what I'm saying? Queefy. I can feel it in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank the Soundcasting Network for hosting our podcast, and I'd like to thank all the listeners out there for uh, listening to us. This one's actually a good one. We didn't great. bitch. Nice. We didn't bitch about anything. No, just talk that. We just shit. yeah, bigging up other people. We get bigged up all the time, so we're gonna big you guys up. Uh, you guys are seriously nice like guys. awesome, man. Awesome. Like, thank you. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you guys uh, next week. See ya. Peace. Peace. Grill. How long steak, Mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.